Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Hammer, I was reading this sort of an interesting article in The Spectator about how conservative entrepreneurs and investors have they created what's being called a conservative parallel economy, which I'd not heard of before, like a like a parallel patriot economy. And it's basically efforts basically pushing back on woke companies. So that's where we're going to bring in our next guest, Coin CEO, Rob Collins. He's a former Republican strategist. Rob, it seems like now more than ever, there's like there's like a real hardcore intersection of politics and business, right? So, so talk about what a conservative parallel economy is or a patriot economy and why the need for it. Sure. And thanks for having me on today. Yep. Um, the, the parallel economy sprung up from the fact that activist corporations in America have been siding with liberal and liberal fringe groups to try and re-engineer America. And when they side with these groups, they're not putting a little bit of money. They're putting billions of dollars into causes that are far left, that are looking to undo the fabric of American society. And not only are they doing that, but they're alienating half of their customers who are saying, I don't want this. Why are you doing this? So the parallel economy is an attempt and a, and a very, so far, a very successful attempt to grow uh, businesses that perform every service you've ever had in your life, but support conservative business. So at COIN, we are a national visa-backed conservative credit card. Hmm. And every time you swipe, our customers get back uh, unlimited cashback rewards. But COIN, the company, donates to conservative causes. And every quarter, our members vote on these charities, and you know we dole out the money based on how the vote goes. And it's been a really great way to have something we all have in our wallet, which is a credit card, and to buy the stuff you need to you know, um, conduct your life. But just know that every time you swipe, you're helping out conservative causes. And it's, it's you know, like I said, we're coast to coast. We have customers in every state. Uh, we add customers every day because people are just so sick of their money going to support the Clinton Foundation, ACORN, you know, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Planned Parenthood, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so it, – so, this is a reflection of uh, the, the, the left politicization of corporate America and corporate America not standing up and saying no, which you used to see, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, corporate America kind of stood for bedrock principles. Uh, they stood for America. You really felt like they were pro-America. Now you have corporations more and more that are faceless, they're bureaucratic, and you don't get the sense they're actually rooting for our country. And our customers are were very opposed to that. They're upset. And Rob, Jason Hammer here, when we're talking about woke companies and leftist agendas, I think the poster child of that is what happened with Bud Light. Um, are you surprised that 
this boycotts, if you want to call it that, against boy against Bud Light, is still going on. People still laugh at Bud Light. I mean, like these types of protests and boycotts traditionally were things that Democrats would do or activists from the Democrat Party would do. This was the first one that I've seen with conservatives that had some actual legs to it. Yeah, I mean, it's been remarkable. I mean, I'll remind you, um, it was brief, but uh, it really did force change. You know, we, you know, as conservative movement got really upset with the NFL and it forced change. Um, And then this one with Bud Light has been remarkable. Um, And a lot of the left want to make it about transgender and everything. I would actually argue it was Bud Light basically saying, we know better than you and you need to evolve, you knuckle draggers. And you have their customers who are like, you know what? Actually, I don't need you. And I've I've been really amazed at how long this boycott has lasted, how excited people are. Um, You know, uh, it started around Memorial Day and I was, you know, then it was July 4th and now just this Labor Day. Uh, I had friends who were like, yeah, I'm not buying that anymore. And, and, and so, you know, the crazy thing is you would expect corporate America to see coin, to see other businesses, Patriot Mobile, Black Rifle Coffee, yeah. and then also see these boycotts and say, hey, team, let's uh, steer to the middle or let's avoid politics or let's actually respect our conservative customers. But there are examples every day of corporate America just saying, nope, we're going to side with the left. We're going to do some outrageous stuff. And, and drive people crazy. And why are they doing that? And when did that start, in your opinion? I mean, did it start with the pandemic? To, and, and this is maybe a twofold question. Does that have anything to do with ESG and what exactly is ESG when it comes to corporate America? Yeah, I think it started with social media, the cancel culture. Yes. CEOs are scared of their own shadow. It's almost like the grown-ups have just abdicated their responsibility at corporate America. I mean, you look at a company like Disney, you know, built, you know, they got oh, a billion yeah. dollar tax hit from the state of Florida because they wouldn't stop. And they were, you know, they kept engaging in political discourse that did not impact their bottom line. And that CEO got fired. Yet you still see Disney pushing the envelope on left leaning, progressive agenda items that the American people have rejected time and time again. How many failed Disney movies do we have to sit through or not sit through, actually, before they get the idea that people don't want this social reengineering, but they can't help themselves, and they're willing to use shareholder money to make their point. Rob, are you surprised that more companies don't take that page out of Michael Jordan's playbook? Like when Michael Jordan uh, is interviewed and he's asked about politics, his famous line is, hey, Republicans buy shoes too, so he doesn't get involved in that type of stuff. And the Air Jordan brand and Michael Jordan brand, it's still as strong as it is today, even back when he was playing. Are you surprised more companies don't look at what like Michael Jordan does and say, you know what, maybe this guy that doesn't decide to be an activist is on to something here. You would think so, especially when you're using public, you know, uh, you know, stockholders, shares and money to brand and advertise. But I think there's really a few things happening, which is social media. So 20 people from around the country can complain to a CEO about, yeah. some, you know, not being not being liberal enough. Um, and these CEOs are so afraid of being canceled. Um, there's a general perception in the corporate culture 
that left progressive socialist messaging is actually good for the bottom line. Famously, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, has said progressive is good for business. And is it, there, there's, there's no science behind the numbers. Um, you know, they, they point vaguely to some kind of Generation X, you know, spending habits. But the majority of our customers don't want to defeat the left or upend the left. Really, what they're they're just proud to support conservative business and express their political views, their their values through their commerce, and they didn't they they didn't they're not leaving American Express because um, American Express isn't delivering on the promise of commerce. They're leaving because American Express has chosen to alienate them, chosen to say, we don't like you and we think we can do a better job uh, and we can teach your children what it means to be an American. And their customers are like, in droves, are leaving them and joining COIN because they're just not buying that message and they're not willing to sit, sit around and continue to let billions of dollars go to left-leaning causes. Rob Collins, Coin CEO, here on the Hammer and Nigel Show, talking about this this sort of conservative parallel economy. And there are certainly examples of giant woke businesses and corporations uh, politicizing uh, in one direction, making it harder for conservatives conservatives to earn and keep money. I mean, right? Like you get the wrong opinion, uh, you'll get your GoFundMe. Uh, account yanked, right? Like with the uh, Canadian truckers and the vaccine mm-hmm. mandates. It's just one example um, of certain credit card companies uh, shutting down business with gun manufacturers and gun sellers. Yep. I get calls all the time from small and medium-sized business men and women who are saying, I, I, I'm in the energy business. I'm in the gun business. I, I do certain things that aren't blessed by the big corporate banks. And I can't move money. I get blocked. I, wow. I, I have trouble. There, there are friends in the conservative media who call me and say, you know, hey, you know, I'd like to switch my accounts because, you know, every time I get banned by Twitter, all my banking gets shut down. And, I, you know, I have to make payroll and I have real problems. And this is that kind of shadow silencing. You know, they talk about shadow banning on social media, but there's also in the financial system, you know, there's a ways, and they, and they all say, they all hide behind the word risk. Oh, well, when this person did this, it was risky. But it's just they're not preferred industries anymore, and they're, so they're using their financial muscle to shut them down. They have to. Uh, here's the other thing with with conservative companies and being, uh, you know, uh, people investing in these companies. They have to be a good product, though, right? Like, just for example, like um, conservative movies, like The Sound of Freedom, was that, that was an actually good product. If it didn't have a good story and it didn't have a good plot and it didn't have good promotion, then nobody would have seen it. Are there there are successful parallel? Uh, economy companies out there, correct? Including your uh, outfit, which is which is Coin. Yes, I mean we have. I always say the best customers, and what I mean by that, they're great people, they're patriots, but also they have the highest income. You know, very educated, high FICO scores. They pay their bills on time. So to get that customer, you have to have a great product. Yes. And you know, we are we are we are in the app store. We're in the digital wallets. We're uh, online. I mean, we, um, our customers call us if there's a problem. And, you know, and, and so we have to come up to a very high bar. Black Rifle Coffee, the same thing. You know, we get a shipment every month, and it has to be good coffee or people will move on to other stuff. Um, you know, Patriot Mobile. The phone has to work, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that is the challenge. And, and sometimes people say, like, oh, you know, you're using this or 
you know, you're using this little company, Rob, to partner with to make your credit card work. And you're like, well, you can't see 50 years of corporate leadership and ask for it back in one day. And we have to, as a unit, as a, as a movement, start to build out these companies so that we can work together and, and, and really start to, to, to um, build an economy that reflects our value. How do uh, people sign up for your um, for COIN? That's it, it's C- really, C-O-I-G-N, right? Yep, www.coign.com. Real simple. Hey, Rob, um, really interesting, fascinating conversation, and uh, thanks for what you guys are doing, and uh, we appreciate it. Welcome back anytime. Oh, I'd love to be back. I met my wife in Indianapolis, so I have a very oh, right fond on. Yep, and uh, uh, and the Casbot. I don't know if it's still open. But yeah, it is. Wow, and Broad Ripple. That's amazing, Rob. 20, 23 years ago. Oh, my uh, gosh. That's great. Had a, had, a, had a bad day at work, and uh, went, my roommates and I went down and uh, <laughs> decided to have a have a cocktail and uh, stumbled into the woman who became uh, my wife. Well, so, congratulations. Yeah, Strong ties to Indianapolis, <laughs> Rob. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank Bye-bye. you.